previously on My Best Friend's Journal. I'm getting back on bum 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 a cruise ship. It's all brand new countries I've never been to, including Greece, South Africa, Namibia. I had this moment yesterday where I realized I was absolutely having the gayest moment of my week. So I thought maybe we'd start a new segment. Can you produce that for us? Yeah, give me a, a second. Seg- <laughs> a segment theme. I was confident in a way that um, I wasn't expecting myself to be in those little bathing suits. It felt fun and flirty and gay. We're calling him E, I believe. He's my good friends with Benz, right? Yeah, yeah, friends with Benz. He canceled on you for a Jay Brandon concert. Wait, have you been skydiving? It was, yes, one and done for that situation <clears throat> because it's scary. Did I ever tell you that I went to my high school reunion, like, high as fuck? Ugh, why did you go to your high school reunion? Apparently hooked up with a guy named from nope. Grinder. And then on his way out, he was like, thanks for that thick load. <laughs> thick, <laughs> other words he said. Five years ago, he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek, grab a drink, or smoke some pot. Your private thoughts read aloud. How does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote. This shit might get too real. Nothing here is sacred. I'm haunted by my past. It's called my best friend's journal. Let's start this damn podcast. Let's sing this theme a little longer first. It's someone's favorite podcast. Yes, and the world's greatest podcast. Oprah's favorite podcast. Hi, Pookie. Oh, I like that. Hi, Pookie. <laughs> How are ya? I'm good. It always makes me think of Rent. I think that's like the only place it's really used. No, Garfield. Garfield. The cartoon Garfield. Yeah. He had a um. He had his little um stuffed animal was named Pookie. Oh, I thought it was Pokey. No, Pookie. Oh, okay. It's also um what Adina Menzel calls her girlfriend in Rent. Yes, it is. I always think of Garfield, but that's because I was a nerd that loved to read Garfield and Calvin and Hobbes when I was a child. Um, both both situations would make one a nerd, Rent or Garfield. I suppose that's true. <laughs> um, I just wanted to call you something nice this time because you're in Florida, so I thought I would be gentle with you. That's so sweet. You called me something nice. Oh, you didn't call me anything last episode. We just had a lovely, <laughs> cute little hello. It was very sweet and a little too earnest. Um, but thanks for being gentle on me because I am in, a, what, what do you call it? Um, on the underside of America's droopy dick? Yes, I'm, I'm where, um, you know, you, you put the thermometer on a baby. <laughs> no, no, you're not. Hey, you always stick it. You have to <laughs> no, no, it's a, that's a butt situation, not a scrotum situation. <laughs> yes, you famously gently tuck a thermometer between the dick and balls on a baby <laughs> to get the most accurate temperature reading. You're such a psycho. That's what I've been told. That's what I've been doing, so. <laughs> Babies always have low hangers, so there's plenty of room to tuck it up in there, too. Uh, no, you're on the, the gulf side of florida i mean i do not uh i do not envy you that except for the fact that i'm going there next week not to see you but i'm also going to be on the gulf side of florida oh, i hope i can see you i know i hope i can see you too i'm going for my uh brother-in-law's surprise birthday party this will come out after that so i can say that um but we're going to go to santa maria island for oh, just a couple days so fun i i only have sundays off so um i don't know Let, we'll figure that out off of the recording but i hope that works it'd be lovely um, just to give you a squeeze if we could make that work but i gotta tell you there is nothing here like n- i am so isolated like technically i'm in tampa but I, i'm in kind of a not a, a suburb, suburb i guess an exurb yeah it is um it's isolated man uh which is good because it feels very focused on just rehearsal and stuff and like i don't know I it's don't, also I, good because then you're not dealing directly with floridians yeah or floridian covid um but mm-hmm. 
it is tough to like, I can't even just run to the grocery store or anything. Luckily we have a good stage manager who, you know, is happy to shuttle us back and forth to wherever we need to go at all hours. Well, that's she's, very sweet. It is. And she's lovely. Um, which by the way, my whole experience so far is lovely. My cast is great. My, the office is great. The good. everyone involved is really good. No red flags so far, which is amazing I, what i have a red flag Go well, ahead. weren't you supposed to start this uh this cruise in south africa home of <laughs> oh, miss yeah. omicron herself <laughs> i mean that's a red flag obviously <laughs> um yeah well that's a whole different story altogether so you know unfinished story short we don't know what's happening we're supposed to start <laughs> december 31st supposed to fly to south africa we are not flying to south africa all south african journeys have been canceled Ooh. it seems like we are not actually going to begin um, until about a month and a half later than we were supposed to. I don't know what that means. I don't know if I'm going to be going home between. I don't know if I'm going to the ship early to get that quarantine done before guests get back on the ship. Um, we have oh. no answers. So right now Ooh, I am... I would be a mess. I yeah. hate not knowing. I, you seem very calm for not knowing. Honestly, I was so stressed the month getting here, um, finishing my last job, uh-huh. moving out of my apartment, getting this podcast sorted. I think I just kind of maxed out and now I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? I've yeah, like, I have no sure. more of that, um, nervous energy left. So, yeah. and it's really, I mean, it's worthless. There's nothing you can do about it. And that just is such a waste of time when you have so much to be doing. Exactly. So that is so self preserving, self preservative of you, but it's still, it's a, my instinct would be like to, I don't know, scream and cry and demand answers that don't exist. Well, for one thing, we're all in the same boat together. Um, Mm -hmm. and nobody literally, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Uh, and the other, I'm just like, it's just easier to go with the flow right now. We have plenty of stuff to learn. We still have to, you know, rehearse all the shows for the ship. We have stuff to do. Um, so we're not just twiddling our thumbs, Uh but, um, we're going to just take it as it comes and see what happens. I, yeah, I hope I have some answers soon, but honestly, we're not going to have answers until scientists have answers, and that's not for a few weeks from when we're recording this. So we'll see, and I can't say I'll keep people updated, because I don't think I'm going to know until after we're done yeah. recording this podcast. Um, they should start following you on your uh, personal Instagram if they if they aren't already, these listeners. It, it's very unbrand for me, though, to, you know, very unbrand for both of us to have a hard left turn in plans. So we'll just see what oh. happens. <laughs> Man, that's just kind of the, I I will not say the new normal because I hate that term, but um, it's just kind of, everyone's had to become so adaptable over the past couple of years. <laughs> in, a, in a crazy twist of fate, I'm moving to Australia. <laughs> uh, um, all uncertainty aside, I mean, how is everything? Is your experience okay? The shows are good? It's great. Honestly, I'm having such a good time. I'm feeling so confident. I haven't sung in years and I feel great. My voice feels in really good shape, which I'm shocked at. I thought it was going to be very rusty and it's not at all. So that's really nice. Um, The shows are very fun. We've only done one so far. It's a country show and it's like a hardcore country show, uh, which of course brings me to my gayest moment. Oh, good. Gay, 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 gay. So in general, it's just the more butch I have to play, the gayer I feel. And there's like, I, I mean, I'm singing um, some Brad Paisley shit. We're doing every song is about the girl I'm trying to get and the boots I'm wearing and the mud and the truck I have and all that shit. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> don't leave out the truck. Never leave out the truck. I say truck about 14 times. <laughs> um, and I have a couple lines, one of which is, um, hey, girl, go on now. You know you got everybody looking at you. You know you got everybody looking you know, I really outed myself when I was like, I got this. Hey, girl, go off now. <laughs> <laughs> 
They're like, uh, please, please stick to the script, sir. <laughs> Taking gay liberties. <laughs> totally. Um, it, it is honestly so much fun to lean into. I mean, nothing is more camp than country. It is so no. camp. We're in mm-hmm. big old 10 gallon hats with like shin high boots and, um, spats and shit. It's, it's very fun. <laughs> spats and boots. That doesn't make I, sense at all. <laughs> uh, I honestly said spats hoping it was something that made sense. I don't know what a spat is. <laughs> I think you mean spurs. Spats are the things that like go down over your shoes, like wearing like in a, like the white thing that'll go down like over the top of your shoes, oh, uh, yeah, like wearing that. a tuxedo or, mm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> what I get for using words I don't know the meaning to. Um, uh, it was uh, a gamble. It was a gamble and a loss and, and a different and it stunk just as much. <laughs> and besides all the gayness of just the very, very campy country show is um, my pretty gay cast, which I'm so oh, thrilled him. about. I forget how much fun it is to be around gay people. Like, I, I mm-hmm. know this every time. I'm aware mm-hmm. if you said it, but you don't understand until you're doing it again. Like, yeah. I forgot how much my days go so much quicker just being around people and chatting and having fun and like just having other energies around. It's really nice, um, which should go without saying, but you do forget. And I would say we're still missing a few of our cast members and I'm pretty sure a couple of them who have yet to arrive are gay. But beyond that, we've got at least uh, three other gay dudes here, which is so wonderful. We'd love to hear it. A bunch of my last casts have been entirely straight, which Um, is as we've discussed, homophobic, (laughs) very homophobic. One of them hasn't, you know talked about dick or glory holes yet but he oh. uh we did so take a look do at know? do you smell his breath <laughs> smells like semen we <laughs> we took a look at his instagram um and there's at least seven photos with very clear dick outline i don't just mean um vpl but like full i can see the mushroom you know what i mean oh yeah yeah like in a speedo or like a, a singlet oh okay mm-hmm. sure Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, my guess is that he does not like women. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not shy, which we appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just really enjoying my um, gay atmosphere doing a camp show in uh, in the droopy dick of America. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Minus the location. And you? Do you have a gayest moment to share with us and make it good? We only have two left. Oh, I'm sure I do. I'm sure I do. I actually had a pretty gay-ass week. I went to um, Curacao, for, as we discussed, um, for Thanksgiving. Um, was gone for a week at a very gay-friendly um, Caribbean destination. It's a, a Dutch island, and um, it's it's known as a, a really, like, I don't know, gay-friendly destination. There were so many homos there. Um, lesbians and gay men alike. But... Um, I was kind of feeling myself. Actually, I wasn't really most of the trip. I was battling some really like old body issue demons that like reared their ugly head out of nowhere. I don't, I do not know, but for like the first half of the trip, I felt like very insecure um, in a way that I haven't in a long time. Like with my shirt off, just felt like kind of icky and um, like, like I used to when I was like an insecure gay kid. It's like that kind of shit that will, mm. for reasons unbeknownst to me, will just like come out of nowhere. Um, and when you least expect it, and it, it just really kind of threw me for a loop. I couldn't stop the like negative self talk for like mm. the first whole half of the trip. That's so deep rooted because you would never judge someone else for your body you you would very much appreciate it you'd be like wow you know what i mean if you saw someone else's face on your body i feel like you would think they're a very sexy man you know what i mean that's i mean that's a that's a kind thing for you to say that's not how i i mean it's it's hard to look at yourself that way you know but um, yeah that's what i'm saying so it's it's Mm -hmm. it's got nothing to do with how you actually look you know yes right it's it's all about how you perceive yourself and and i've done a lot of work over the past few years to um and actually 
probably more in the last year than ever before to like be nice to myself when I look at myself in the mirror and like appreciate the hard work that I put in, et cetera, et cetera, just to like stop always picking myself apart because that can be so exhausting. You know, our choreographer said that on the first day. She was like, hey, a couple things. Here's like, you know, here's how we do things, whatever. But also, please, no one have any negative self-talk about the way you're dancing, the way you're singing, the way you're learning stuff. We all haven't done shit in two years and like you need to give yourself credit for just getting here. It's going to take more time. You're rusty. Oh my God. Take your time. Yes. It was a great way. She's awesome. She's so great. Um, It's just really nice. The whole thing. I mean, I told you it was a good experience, but that specifically what you're saying is like, it's a very good reminder no matter what you're doing. And it's, I think for me, a lot of it is tied to um, routine. Like if I can, um, no matter how I look, like my body doesn't change that much. Um, But like, you know, based on like if I get to the gym five times a week or two times a week, but if I... (laughs) If I get out of my routine enough, like I was traveling a ton right before we went on this trip, like I had to go on two different work trips and like there was probably a whole month where I didn't have my normal gym routine and that makes me kind of feel strange in my body. Like I just, it, mm-hmm. it, it erodes my confidence over time, which is my own shit, I know. Um, but this, it, it really kind of threw me for a loop, like I said, when I when we got there to this beach vacation, I could not relax. Like I just couldn't mm. like be nice to myself for the first few days. What does Peter say about that? Um, I, I didn't really talk about it until I had kind of like tackled it myself. Cause that's how I process things that are, um, that are kind of my issues, you know, like if, uh, if I'm, I know that I'm being unreasonable and even if I can't like quite fix it in a moment, I, I don't usually like express that even to, even to Peter until I've kind of gotten my handle on it. But I did talk to him about it at dinner one night and he is, he's, he's so sweet and supportive about it. He's always just, you know, he'll, he'll just say, I, I hate that. You know, I, I, I don't think that that's fair to yourself. And I'm, I'm glad that you understand that it's, you know, that's, that's not the, the truth or how, you know, other people might perceive you, but he also understands that we all have our own, you know, our own demons we have to work through sometimes. And, um, so yeah, he's, he's, he's supportive. I mean, I so, can't imagine any other response. You're like, he told yeah. me I was right. And to get to the gym before I wear that speedo again. <laughs> Right. Um, so that was a, a, a hard um, right turn into a topic I wasn't planning on talking about. But my gayest moment was once I kind of like was able to um, get my head on straight and, and relax a little bit. Um, I was wearing a, um, a Speedo on the beach on our very last day, a really cute new Speedo that I bought. Um, I think it was my gayest moment one episode. I bought it because of an Instagram oh, yeah. ad like months ago and I hadn't had a chance to wear it. Um, it. Oh, it wasn't an Instagram ad. It was an influencer that was wearing it who had a beautiful dick print in it. <laughs> Speaking of dick prints. <laughs> so anyway. Is that an episode um, title? Speaking of dick prints. <laughs> <laughs> or a beautiful dick print. I would take either. <laughs> Are you saying you had a beautiful dick print in your Speedo? No, because I didn't like put my dick like up into the side like people do for Instagram photos. You know what I'm talking about? How yes, they like run their dick like towards the hip bone. <laughs> like, I, okay. that's not where your penis goes. That's not comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> when you wear Speedo, when I wear underwear, my dick is down. Of course. Yeah. I don't understand. Well, a lot of people I feel like do the up tuck or the left or right tuck like that feels uncomfortable no. well, i guess it depends on the shape of your dick the up tuck is if people are like trying to hide a boner in their waistband no one actually wears their dick pointing up when it's soft that is not not the case that's how dancers wear it in a dance belt well but that's a whole situation that's to mm. keep it you know <laughs> it's basically tucking without uh, a out of sight out of mind <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then um to the side is literally just to like fluff yourself for a photo like you want to like it, it it takes the dick away from the like the bulge at large and lets people see a little bit more. It's like a little bit more interesting. I feel like dicks look better 
down. I mean, I agree, but a lot of a lot of thoughty guys on Instagram love to put their dick up into the side, so you can definitely tell exactly where their dick is. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I was talking about with that my castmate who's yeah. whose prints we saw. <laughs> Otherwise, how would we see that mushroom? You know, exactly. Any whoozlebees, I did not do that. Um, but. <laughs> My God, the longest gayest moment ever just to say I got my first ever Speedo tan line and it felt very gay and it was it was vicious. It oh, was yeah. I saw a picture. So you and those bad. legs, man. They're either uh. white as the, the pillowcases in front of me or um... <laughs> no one can see your pillowcases. <laughs> you could say something that everyone knows, like paper, rice. <laughs> well, that's what makes me special and unique. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's the only thing. Anyway, you always have, like, leg problems with the sun. I do not always have leg problems. One photo, they were completely washed out under blue water, which we're not getting back into. And then the other time, yeah, well, I mean, I occasionally get a sunburn. I'm usually very good at um, sunscreening, but... uh, I think because this was a higher cut swimsuit that I've ever worn, I didn't pay very close attention to my upper thigh. So mm. right at the speedo line on the side. Oh, my, my, my. Those she was creamy, lobster. creamy gams. Yeah. Creamy gams. Yeah. So now I've got like Wait, probably didn't a Peter have to put ointment on your sunburn once up in there. Up in where? Didn't you burn your taint in a previous episode? I feel like Peter <laughs> had to bend you over and put ointment on you. I do not know what the fuck you're talking about. There was a gayest moment where Peter was rubbing like you there was a spot between your legs you couldn't reach and you had peter do it um, i can reach between my legs very well that's why i was shocked that I was, at that gayest moment i was like i don't understand why you made him do this there was like a I, spot you made him put either lotion or ointment or something on i can find uh, the episode although it'll take me years so please don't make me <laughs> we got back to the hotel and it really hurt i was like my thighs might be bleeding right now <laughs> and so i proceeded to make peter rub neosporin on an area that i absolutely i didn't have a hand mirror with me and it was like taint adjacent um and so i had to lay on the bed naked and spread my legs and have him rub neosporin on my inner thigh i do feel like inner thighs are like very accessible to your hands (laughs) i believe you i mean i would definitely have him put ointment on something if it needed to be like targeted and i couldn't see it i just don't remember (laughs) don't give me that look i believe you (laughs) I'm not calling you. I'm not telling you you're wrong. I'm just saying I don't remember that particular gayest moment. There have been 128 of them. 29. Oh, no. And it's a lie. We started on episode 18. Oh, really? We didn't have gayest moments for the first 18 episodes. What what did we do? Love that you know. (laughs) What did we do? What did we even talk about? Um, Yeah. So, any who's will be Speedo Tan Line. That's my gayest moment. Followed closely by seeing House of Gucky. Which was so good. (laughs) Am I I saying that right? House of Gucky. Yeah, that's how you say it. Um... (laughs) I, oh, mama, mama, mama. I'm such a whiner. <laughs> mama mia. <laughs> um, I uh, haven't seen a single movie since the last time I complained to you about not seeing movies. I There's so many that I just, I probably won't get to and I need to admit defeat. You know I love to catch all the Oscar movies and I don't think I I've do seen. I do know, but she busy. I don't think I'll have seen one. Um, Although we'll see what well, happens. if you have a because, month off. Yeah. <laughs> gonna say oh god uh, if you have a month keep... off you're coming to denver and we're gonna go on a movie marathon oh that sounds fun okay. you know what that's the other thing if i if plans change yeah. i can i'll find something fun to do unless we're all locked down again ah! <laughs> <laughs> no 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 don't spiral don't spiral <laughs> no we won't be but like i'll figure it out you know what i mean it's gonna be fine mm-hmm. um there's there's pros and cons to everything and uh we're gonna just make it work so anywho yeah. How Sagaki was excellent, despite the accent? It was so good. I mean, the accents are all over the place. It's not just Gaga. Hers is like, if 
if Italy shared a border with Russia, it does not, then uh, that would be like <laughs> her. That would be her her accent. Yeah, and cool. then like Jared Leto's accent is full like Mario. Um, and then there's like uh, Al Pacino's is like half of the it's time it's like Gaga. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Al Pacino's accent is like half the time first generation Italian immigrant to Brooklyn. It is like all like all different. Aren't those the same though, really? No. <laughs> they are not. It is fascinating. Um and it doesn't matter. It is uh the whole thing is a ride. Gaga is she is such a good actress. I mean, I I'm not Ooh. the first person to say this, but she is she's just so committed. She's really good. The accent isn't perfect, but I think the acting is spot on. She is a full fucking psycho in this movie. Um, it is it is great. She takes you on a ride. I loved it. A ride on our disco sticks. Hello, hello, Colin oh, Gay. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Ride on a disco stick. <laughs> my god i'm taking your card um <laughs> i love I that register i love that like i think ryan murphy maybe gave gaga a chance as kind of a stunt it was like this will be so fun and actually she's a great actress you know what i mean and she won the fucking golden globe <laughs> yeah i do believe she was originally stunt casting and that everyone was like this actually is not bad let's do it uh-huh she's um, f- fabulous in it and i think it's a really good movie it's um it, it is not the best movie i've ever seen but i was very entertained it's long and it didn't feel long which is actually a really high praise for me because i feel like oh, wow. long movies are really hard to sit still through um so yeah it was great loved it uh 10 out of 10 would recommend well your content reminds me about a little bit of my content and i've got a really fun surprise <gasps> i took your recommendation from <gasps> last week's episode and i'm already halfway through it it's an audiobook usually it takes me six to eight months to take you up on a recommendation i am oh halfway God. through educated the book you recommended by tara westover loving it so far super good i haven't listened to it for a few days now because i've been you know rehearsing and shit but it uh-huh. is excellent exactly right it's exactly what i wanted good so thank you so glad to hear it love that book love that you're loving it i also feel like i need to offer something i really have no new content people because mm-hmm. i have just not had time mm-hmm. but is it the genre of country music is that is that your recommendation <laughs> absolutely not although i will say it's really fun i it's have so always been like sing though it is and it's fun to listen to i mm. i just assumed i hated country because i'm from the northeast and we're mm-hmm. liberal and elitist but like it was it's fun it's just fun mm. music like put the lyrics aside because those are tough. Mm-hmm. It is just, you know, uh, honky tonk and good time. <laughs> I do think it's usually very singable. Like country music historically yes. has been so much more singable than pop music. So like if you have to perform like popular music and you're an actual singer, I mean, country music is is a great genre for it. Truly. I, I didn't know how much I would love singing country music, but no, I'm not recommending that to anyone. What I am going to recommend is, is music though. I, uh, so I love Sammy Ray, who I recommended on here probably a million years ago. Um, I put on her Spotify radio station and it just pops up like all my favorite people. I'm wondering if I am the reason for that algorithm because I put Sammy Ray <laughs> uh, Spotify on and up comes all my favorite Yabba songs, some Brandy Carlisle, some Mr. Wives, some Lake Street Dive, like all Ooh. of my favorites. And I was like, I feel personally responsible for the curation of this list. <laughs> so anyway, um, I love on... that you feel like you're that important, but also that sounds great. I would also love that station. Oh, some Jacob Collier. Collier. Uh, we Collier. decided long ago. I don't know how to say that, but yeah. Um, <laughs> it just made me realize how very specific my taste is. I was like, ah, mm. it makes sense that if one likes this, they like all of these you other like things. You like people that can sing their tits off is what you mm. like. And that like, is uh, like, complicated and and interesting harmonies yeah for sure okay well i will listen i don't i don't do spotify i'm an apple music guy but peter does spotify and i usually uh, dj on his phone when we're driving so um i'll put it on next time we're in the car i highly recommend it in the meantime 
Do you want to play a game of Yahtzee? <laughs> Throw you off there? No, but I am at the end of this book that I really want to finish. Okay. I'll go practice some country songs and you read your book and we'll see you all next week. <laughs> I meant your journal, you twat. Oh, I really didn't know. <laughs> all right. My big truck. Gonna open up the doors and turn it up. Gonna stomp my boots in the Georgia mud. Gonna watch you make me fall in love. Get up on the hood of my daddy's tractor. Up on the toolbox, it don't matter. Down on the tailgate, girl, I can't wait to watch you do your thing. Shake it for the young bucks. All right, Mikey, we are at the end of November, almost the end of November, 2017, November 22nd to be exact. Do tell us what happened last episode. Um, I'm certainly still a roller coaster of emotions. I'm a little depressy, and then I'm fine, and then I'm depressy. And then, um, as a cure-all for my woes, I decided to do not one, but two dogs to pay gigs, which is a real shame. And at the end of one of them, uh, my producer... That explains why I burnt the earlier pages in this journal. Oh, yeah. Cool. Thanks for that. I do need that journal back when you're done, by the way. <laughs> um, I believe my producer peed in a bottle in a rush to get me to my improv show in time, and it was traumatic. Uh, yikes. Peed in a bottle okay. while driving very fast while I was in the passenger seat. <laughs> uh-huh. It's like, could you hold this bottle for me? <laughs> I promise I'll do my best to aim straight. <laughs> I promise I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> Just just hold this narrow this narrow <laughs> opening directly to my piss slit for me, would you, co-worker? <laughs> my piss slit. Yikes. It wasn't even a bottle, actually. It was just like an empty Tic Tac container. <laughs> he was peeing, then emptying, and peeing, then emptying, then throwing <laughs> tiny splashes out the window on the fucking, fucking Jersey Turnpike or wherever you were. Bronx Island Parkway. I don't oh, know. Awful, awful. All right. Well, it's November 22nd, 2017. We have so few pages left, and normally I would turn this journal over to start a new year, but there's no more years left. Do you want to start from the beginning again and just try it one more time, see if we can do better? Do you want to fuck yourself? <laughs> yes, but I didn't bring many of my sex toys. I brought... um. Oh, you? That wasn't sincere? No. I thought that was a real question. No. <laughs> no, I just got really concerned that you didn't bring sex toys, but you said not many. Like condoms, lube, and a butt plug. I was like, that'll do. Um, just in case. I haven't done any like butt things in a long time. <laughs> I don't know why anyone needs to know this, but I guess... You need to get a douche and a dildo to bring oh, with oh, you just in I case. I brought a douche. I brought okay. a douche. Um, okay. okay, that's good. But I... Or else it's going to be a nasty in... butt plug. What was that? Eh, okay i was about to feel really bad for that butt plug um i haven't bottomed in literal years not to say i won't just like hasn't been on Mm -hmm. the mind so i was like i'll probably be fine without without much butt stuff but just in case the Mm -hmm. butt plug is tiny um and you always need a. we also know that you like butt stuff on a on a ship historically do oh on the first one Uh uh-huh um oh yeah i guess that other one you were you were toppy mctops a lot power top yeah (laughs) (laughs) does it sound super power toppy when i call it toppy mctops a lot (laughs) so that's my uh uh, it's my avatar name on grinder toppy mcbottom energy all right so (laughs) toppy mcsloppy butt plug toppy mcsloppy november 22nd got food at work with my discount to take home and bought second bought second oh pie for hannah's stressed about getting it all together cab to jersey with food and laundry after work so this is this is all thanksgiving um not very timely seeing as how that was weeks ago but um, it's gonna work out perfectly for christmas man who planned that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to your hometown at 12 30 talked with mom until two she gets so worked up about family stuff well no shit she is, it's a it's a bit better now but i mean obviously she has every right to be worked up it's not been very long but uh like when she gets on that train 
there is no mm-hmm. stopping it. And it's, I'm like, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't ever go to a good place. So oh, yeah. like trying to pull mm-hmm. the brakes on this runaway Amtrak. Come on, uh-huh. Biden, get your infrastructure together. <laughs> oh, wait, he did. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, November 23rd, it's Thanksgiving. Irregular Wessels, uh, your cousin Kirsten and her parents, tons of food. What does irregular mean? We, my family, ironically, was the regular Wessels. <laughs> There's two sets of Wessels, because uh, my dad and oh, his brother. Um, and his, my cousins, when they were little, when they would ask, like, if, if we were going to be somewhere, they would say, are the regular Wessels coming? Even, like, to distinguish between themselves, which then uh-huh. default made them the irregulars. <laughs> which, to be fair, <laughs> includes some now hardcore Trumpies. So, um, oh. they... Uh, <laughs> Earned their name. <laughs> <laughs> the irregular wessels. That really tickles me. Um, all right. You said there was tons of food. No one ate the vegan options, but appreciated Kirsten for having some for me. That's so sweet. So sweet. Hannah's for dessert. No one ate my pie. Big frowny face. <laughs> That's so sad. You, went, you got it from work and everything. Um, I have since learned. I never leave a vegan label on anything, and that solves that problem. No one knows the difference when they're eating it. I just remove, like, Whole Foods has a vegan label for their pies and stuff. I uh-huh. just will remove the sticker anytime um, I bring something vegan somewhere. It really scares you people. You did that to cookies at my house once because you knew Peter wouldn't eat them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've, I've done it to every... I'll put things in different containers just to get... Because <laughs> people don't care as long as they think it's what they want it to be. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that's pretty funny. You said the whole family was there, um, and also on this day, you broke Kirsten's coffee pot and ordered a new one. I have a history of Hanno's calls me a bull in a china shop, and I don't know why, um, <laughs> but I specifically have a history of breaking Kirsten's shit. I broke her bed. <laughs> Amy slept over uh, one time when I was staying with Kirsten, and we broke her bed, which is just mm. perfectly hysterical because, you know, our mm, whole... Dry um, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we finally did it, Gabriella. Um, no, we were just sleeping and it broke. Don't know how. And then I melted a spatula of hers. I shattered a coffee thing. I, like, every time I do it, I just Amazon next day whatever i broke um because uh-huh. i feel like a monster and she's honestly the best person whose shit i could be breaking because she's like uh-huh. appreciates the humor in it and is not like yeah you're a monster don't come in my home even uh-huh. though that's what i would say to someone doing the same <laughs> oh my god i met a woman last night we went out to a bar um for a friend's birthday party um it wasn't really a party it was just drinks and some of his friends were there and there was this woman who was a co-worker she's a chiropractor she is the sweetest i like i absolutely adored her um and we were just chit-chatting, and she was talking about how at the beginning of the pandemic, she was trying to move, um, and she ended up back in her parents' house as, like, a 32-year-old with her sister, who's 10 years younger than her. And she was, like – I mean, she just a very, like, high-achieving, very, like, good-communicating woman. We're just having a good old chat. And she's like, yeah, it was really, really fun for the first month. And then shortly after that, I, I threw a full wine glass across the kitchen out of pure rage. I was like, what? She just said it very calmly. She's like, yeah, it was a really dark moment, and I feel like I have to talk about it so people understand that's not normal for me. But uh, we were having we, – we got really dark as a family, and I took my mom's favorite wine glass and literally threw it across the kitchen and immediately oh. had to apologize. Oh, my God. Was, and the favorite like, one <laughs> to boot. It's like, oh, my God. That really drove you to a dark place. She's like, yeah, it's – uh, it was – you know, it was pandemic time, but it was an all-time low for me as a human. Yikes. <laughs> that's tough. I've never – I've never broken anything intentionally like that Um, i know me neither and just hearing her say it so plainly and understanding that it was a crazy thing to do i was like i respect the shit out of you for just just admitting to like i don't know just admitting that to a stranger it kind of shocked me two things one i feel like just being home can do that to a lot of people i often have to remind myself whenever i'm home i'm like don't you know, you, you carry the baggage turn of your whole into, life with you. Uh, yes. <laughs> and yes. Don't like, turn into who you used to be. Yes, exactly. And also, um, 
I feel like that is a way some people cope, obviously. Like, it is definitely a certain brand of person who needs to, like, physically break shit. It's an episode of uh, Sex Ed. Like, a bunch of the kids go and shatter shit um, to Uh feel better. My brother's that way. Um, (laughs) See episode, I don't know, um, (laughs) Day from Hell. Um, Yeah, I mean, there are some people that will just punch a hole in a wall out of rage. I've never been that person. But, like, uh, it's it's even more shocking when you hear someone that's like that's not their normal mo and they're like i was driven to actual physical (laughs) physical expression of my rage how do you express your rage (laughs) that's actually a really good question um unless if it's with peter and i'm mad i will like i have no problem like finding my words and having a conversation if it's literally anyone else and i'm pissed i get really quiet and have to like get i have to work it out like myself i'm not a i'm not an outwardly rageful person generally there's one time I can remember being like so frustrated. I, we were, this is the gayest shit ever. It's so gay. I was on spring break in college with two of my best friends. We were in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and the national tour of Wicked was there. And we were mm. in like a nearby town. And we wanted to go see it. And so we bought tickets, I which I could not afford as a junior in college. Uh, we Put it on were the credit card, there. baby. <laughs> exactly. We were driving there and we got stuck in traffic. And I knew we were going to miss the beginning of the show. And I was so, I was driving and I was like so. So road ragey that there was this traffic and I was going to miss the fucking overture to Wicked. I like I yelled and I hit the steering wheel and both my friends just outwardly laughed at me. They were like, that was a ridiculous response. And I just (laughs) I remember just like thinking that is the least helpful thing someone could have possibly said. I just I was shamed. And I was like I like I went inside myself and I was just seething. I was like, I've embarrassed myself and I'm still no less mad. I was awful. Oh, I love (laughs) I mean, gay people look so much gayer when they're angry. One hundred percent, and it was because we were going to miss the beginning to Wicked, which I had already seen. So that's so funny. Um, all right, back to the journal. November twenty fourth, high school reunion. Boo! Never ever. High ever school do reunion. I do that. Oh my god! Ugh. It turns my stomach to think about walking into a high school reunion. I couldn't possibly. It was stressful. Um, all right, but uh, all the New York kids stood outside and got high, which does not ease anxiety at a high school reunion. No, it fucking doesn't. <laughs> no way. You said you met up with all your friends first. All were anxious was actually fun got high before and during <laughs> made me appreciate new york life so many stayed at in your hometown um went to friendlies like old times lots of same staff worked there Hello. oh my god i worked there when i was 16 and there were some of the same uh-huh. waitresses and i was like mm-hmm. i mean uh, that made me feel just terrible i was like fuck mm-hmm. can you imagine what a brutal place to work yeah and a diner like getting diner tips on like $10 checks. Yeah, that's really tough. Uh, November 25th, uh, practice for, oh, your um, high school music teachers thing. You said, then you got wheat fields with mom. What is a wheat fields? A restaurant. The next day I asked her to talk less about dad, but I meant (laughs) to focus her energy. What does that mean? That sounds shitty, but I think I meant to say like, your life is yours. And the more of it you spend on him, the less of it you get. And you are leaving less room for joy and adventure and new things by staying consumed by it. There's now nothing is going to change now. Now we are where we are. This bit of it is over. Point was like, try your best to find your life again and, um, you know, focus on, on some happiness. It's easier said than done, but I tried to, I mean, who's going to tell her if not me to be like, that's yeah, that's sound advice. And you, I see you obsessing over this i see you throwing away precious time in your life which is yours to do with you know what you please now like you you can make lemonade out of these lemons or you can like continue to spiral down and obsess about this and like i feel like that's that's a very sound that's very sound advice from a son it's 
certainly easier said than done. It is really hard. Of course. I am a very obsessive person. I completely understand. And it's, you know, the last 28 years of our life turned upside down. I get it. I just like at least saying it helps to be mm-hmm. aware of it so she can begin the process mm-hmm. of like trying to make her life hers again. Well, and you want your mom, you want to see your mom happy. You've seen her treated really, really poorly. So like as her son, like you want to see her thrive. Um, I get it. Um, at your high school music teacher's thing, you sang Gorgeous, and it was a hit. Classic. Um, I've sung that song for 170 years. It is <laughs> That horse is beaten to death. Actually, I think like three years ago, I did it in an audition for something, and someone was like, you are the third guy to sing Gorgeous today, and I was like, fuck that. I started this. I was so annoyed. <laughs> Just like you started the algorithm for Spotify, you also started yep. that song. Fight me on it. Throw a wine glass at me. November 26th, you had coffee with mom, then got Hannah, said goodbye to her family, and got Moe's. Ran into... <laughs> that sounds like a porn star. Doesn't it? What a great name. Um, <laughs> it's unfortunate that I've leaped it out at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Cody. Uh, <laughs> um, that bleeped out man, Sean Cody, is Hannah's first boyfriend. Um, oh, so there's okay. always that, uh, you know, whatever feelings uh-huh. you have with that associated. And you're back yeah. in your hometown. It's a lot. That is a lot. Um, let's see here. You said you drove Hannah back to NYC. You saw Alana and Abby at UCB Chelsea. That's so funny. Broad City Live. Oh, yeah. They were just how I expected. Oh. Alana looked right at me as I yawned and I felt awful. <laughs> <laughs> I, happened, I just happened to rehearse. So I like yawned in the choreographer's face. And I was like, this is not about you. It is about me. <laughs> <laughs> so insulting. I hate that. We uh, used to get in trouble in ballet that make us do push-ups if we yawned, which I think is a great thing. Like, be aware of your yawns. Yawns are so offensive. Yeah, but you can't stop it if someone else, they're actually contagious. So that's so rude. You can try you can you can do better to cover yeah, it. Yeah, look like a crazy a crazy surprised person. <laughs> or like cover your face, but like I, you know, open mouth, look at my tonsils kind of on. <laughs> and yeah. you know, nothing's worse than looking at my tonsils. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't want to talk about your tonsils anymore. <laughs> <laughs> can we do a spin-off about my tonsils? Uh no, my best friend's tonsils. <laughs> You're going to have to get a new best friend for that one. So sorry to tell you. November 27th. So, so tired, but went to music improv practice. Uh, November 28th. What? (laughs) Just a little uh, over the rainbow moment. Um, Polanio fixed bathroom sink. Polanco was our landlord. Okay. Hi, um, Polanco. If you're listening to this uh, podcast uh, in a language you don't speak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. November 29th. Blossom. Oh, fuck me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Got new menu set. Uh, your coworker, who is your friend, was in a rough mood. Your kitchen ate steak, which is appalling. This is at a vegan restaurant. <laughs> A kosher vegan restaurant, they <laughs> made non-kosher steaks on the grill, and that then nullifies the kosherness of it. Like, you have to... How do you re-kosherify a place? You get a rabbi back in there. Oh, son of a gun. Yeah. That was tough as a manager at that point. I was like, guys, I don't know how to explain to you why this was not a good thing. <laughs> uh-huh. Did they get it? I mean, sort of. Like, I felt like I was talking down to kids I was babysitting, and they were like, okay, uh-huh. sorry, but, I'm, but like, 
surely they made pork chops the next day. They didn't right. give a shit. And, uh, <laughs> surely they made pork chops the next day. Oh, shit. Well, you, oh, you're back on your writing bullshit. You wrote half an essay yesterday. Should finish, but proud of myself for nearly finishing this journal. You should be. Oh. Um, digging Todrick Hall's color. Black. color is in quotes i think it's the name of a song it's a song i listened to it like 400 times i was just obsessed with it oh shit (laughs) november 30th felt very unproductive november 30th Felt very unproductive today, other than going to bank and cleaning room. Uh, your friend Nick, that other homosexual that I despise, came to Blossom. Has uh, never met. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and then you, he, and Miles all rushed to the 11 o'clock showing of Call Me By Your Name, Blew Me Away, Dad's Speech. Uh, uh, if, yeah. if I was a more terrible person, I would put that whole speech in this episode. I won't do it. <laughs> but God, it's so good. Oh, uh, that movie. For, That's all. I know. And for a couple of gays with really complicated issues with their dads, uh, that scene where he talks to him at the end of the movie is just so, mm. it's special. Oh, so good. And then just sitting there watching Timothy Chalamet cry into a fire as the credits roll. I'll sit there and watch that mm. all day. And that's not the first time I've said that on this podcast. No. Also, that ravaged peach. The ravaged peach. It's worse than the grapefruit we talked about last week. People fucking fruit left and right these days. What is the world coming to? December 1st. God, this year was quick. Applied to advanced study improv, still thinking about the movie last night. I do want love. So annoyed at work. Now to relax with I do weed. want love. <laughs> what a good movie to make you think about it the next day. That's a rare thing. I know. May Army Hammer rest in pieces. <laughs> has, has he been chopped up? <laughs> no, no, I think that was actually his fetish. Oh, yikes. Moving on. <laughs> December 2nd, rolled a J for your co-worker and got him a John Waters book for his birthday. Well, isn't that nice? Got out of work too late and decided not to go to Brooklyn. Lyft home took me to Fort Lee, New Jersey and yelled at me to take his money. Was awful. Excuse me? I forgot about this. He, I ended up on like an hour long Uber for what should have been a 10 minute ride. And I was like, dude, the Uber goes over the bridge to get Uh into New Jersey, charges me a toll both ways on the on the uber app so oh, it's no. like 40 bucks now and i was like um i can't this I, i'm not paying this for your mistake and he was like just take uh-huh. my cash and i was like i'm not taking your cash like i can't i'm just gonna i'm gonna cancel it in the app or whatever uh-huh. and he i guess didn't want me to do that because it is not good for him it makes him look but i was like i'm not, he was literally screaming at me like take my money take my money i was oh, like oh, my just aggressive fucking you ended up in the wrong state <laughs> hello like how much worse can it get (laughs) yeah that's so dramatic december 3rd oh god damn it michael great quick easy dogs to pay gig at blue smoke just two songs well that's nice great quick and easy those are words we have never used for the dogs to pay but i did tell you last week that there is a quick christmas gig and after that we are officially done with the dogs to pay for the rest of time thank thank goodness so we can be done with it as as this podcast comes in we can keep talking about it until the bitter end perfect perfect well you did two songs then you had mimosas you got a gift bag and two hundred dollars big smiley face wish they were all like that hundred dollars per song not bad here's the bad part i'm pretty sure we were singing for a fox news christmas party 
Oh, um, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't know until I got there, and I was conflicted, and then I was like, you know what? Fox News deserves a dog's toupee performance. <laughs> you did squeeze a note into the margin that said you learned Winter Wonderland on the subway there. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, on the spot. <laughs> oh, my God. That's pretty funny. Um, you said you wish all the gigs were like that. You chatted forever with one of your friends before your improv practice about Call Me By Your Name. Man. You're in it. One more margin note on December 3rd. Uh, gonna bleep this name out. He's the one we talked about last time who swallowed my dense load. Okay. <laughs> Forgot about that entirely. Well, you said he came over. We started hooking up. Then I felt weird in the middle and asked him to go. Felt bad, but I was done and couldn't help it. Not done like came, like <laughs> done with it. <laughs> um, I remember that. I, I felt bad, but I was like, what? I am no longer in the mood, even a little bit. Oh, yikes. That sounds awful. No, yeah, you got to get out of yeah, my house. I think I'm still like, I mean, I'm like on and off depressed. It just happens, you know? Yeah, totally. And you weren't that into this guy anyway. So you're like, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. All right. December 4th. Musical improv canceled today. Went grocery shopping, cleaned out fridge. Very satisfying. Rolled a J and met Kevin. Who's Kevin? A random friend from high school who we had reconnected at the high school reunion and uh i was like hey let's he was just in the city and i thought of him and i had an extra ticket to spongebob and my very first roommate from new york city was patrick star and the original oh, that's cast fun so i went to go see him uh december 5th uh literally blossom improv and more call me by your name wow december i'm 6th. obsessed with it that this, so begins my obsession with t chalamet yeah also, I remember this about you, like that you were so moved by this movie. We talked about it for a long time after we both saw it. So this is, I very much associate that movie with you. You know what? That felt so, so much like the way it felt with Baby Carrot uh, back in college. Because it was oh. a quick summer thing, just like theirs. It was a, I don't uh -huh. know, there was like a, a power imbalance too in our own ways. Mm. It just felt very much that. And then it just abruptly ended and felt like it was it just didn't matter um and it just like really made me feel like go back there you know wow fascinating i wouldn't have drawn that comparison but now that makes a lot of sense uh december 7th caught up on journal coffee and news as usual walked to hannah's high and listening to nia sideline ah uh, it's a great song there is this sick riff duet hold it's this <laughs> uh, let's see here so it looks like you went to do some uh christmas shopping with your friend hannah you went to flying tiger dig in union square holiday market and max brenner oh my god max brenner so fun oh what a day so decadent um smoked and saw call me by your name again oh my god i liked it less this time hannah hated it <laughs> I liked it less because I was worried about Hannah liking it. I couldn't I couldn't uh -huh. focus on the movie because the whole time uh -huh. I was like, does she like this? And she didn't. She hated it. But we talked about uh -huh. this early yes. on as well. That there was, there was nothing that she was like vibing with because it's yeah. like so not her experience. It is a slow movie. It's beautiful, uh -huh. but it's a slow and it's completely... I feel like if you don't relate, maybe you don't enjoy it as much. Although the acting is brilliant. The scenery is it's beautiful. so I don't good. Know. Yeah. I would fight her on that one. Um you said there was a 20-year-old sitting behind you sobbing. I would have sobbed at 20 as well. Oh, my God. He was so sweet. I was like, oh, oh this little gay boy. 
Like, it's okay, daddy's here. Um, (laughs) December 8th. Found out I got into advanced improv. No big deal, but very encouraging for me. Close Blossom. Well, kind of skipped that day. I'm an advanced Uh, improviser now. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) Yes, and. (laughs) December 9th, brunch at Blossom with uh, Kirsten and Sean, your cousins. Was really Mm -hmm. nice. Then back to Blossom for work. Excited for Hawaii with them. Do you go to Hawaii with your cousins? Yeah. It's after this journal. Sorry, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) But Um, that's fun. There is one moment I'd like to share from it since we won't get there um, about the time I skydived. Um, Never need to do it again, by the way. I wanted to do it once. I (laughs) skydived. I get to this fucking plane. It's the size of like a twin bed. And Ooh. it <laughs> <laughs> never, 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 never. Only five of us can fit in there. The nope. two, uh, two tandem divers and the pilot. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And this plane is, I'm not kidding, held together by duct tape. We get inside. There's like <sighs> seven big strips of duct tape holding together what look like important parts of the plane. Um, <laughs> although I'd argue all parts of a plane are important. <laughs> uh-huh. We get up there. It's, I'd say the scariest part was jumping. <laughs> no, I, well, the most scary was being in that little plane, honestly. Getting out of uh-huh. it, I was like, woo, at least it's not going to blow up yes. with me in it. Right. Uh, and then the free fall was so fun, exhilarating. I wasn't even thinking about it. Once the parachute opens, I was actually more scared. I was like, a bird's going to hit this and break it, and then I'm going to plummet to my death <laughs> from. <laughs> There's more time to think when you're when you're doing that fall, uh, you know what I mean? I'm a bird's going to hit. It's not going to bounce off. It's going to be a pterodactyl, and it's going to rip it to shreds. <laughs> Pterodactyls are very common in Hawaii. I was in Kauai. They're known for it. Um, anyway, we land. All is good. I'm happy to be alive. They tell us after the fact, or my aunt tells us. She's like, didn't want to mention it. I pulled up an article about this skydiving company. There used to be two planes, not just the one. The sister plane to that, months earlier, blew up in the air with a uh, father and son who was on his, um, it was a graduation gift to go skydiving together. They died. Why? 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 Would your aunt not tell you to at least go with a different fucking company? There's only the one on this island. Then tell, then go another time. Yeah, I think that was a thought we had, too. It was like, hmm, this probably would have been good information, but I feel like she didn't want to spoil our fun. For the love of Christ. I'm like, what are the chances that two planes blow up? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't seem like they take really good care of their shit. Uh, Isn't that well, nuts, though? Yeah, that is nuts. That's fully squirrel nut zipper. I don't care for it. Squirrel nut zipper? Do you remember that was a swing band? It was one of, like, that and Brian mm-hmm. Setzer Orchestra were, like, the two big swing bands that were really popular for a moment in, like, 1998. Zoot Toot Riot? Riot. Yeah, that was throwback a bottle of beer. That, that was one. Brian Setzer Orchestra. <laughs> anyway, I'll never skydive again, but I just wanted to get that in there uh, before we moved on. What else happened in December 2017? December 10th, improv, improv, improv. December 11th, um, <laughs> music improv non-singing practice went well. Tell me what the fuck that means. That normally when we practice music improv, it's with music, but we just had a regular improv practice with our musical improv team to remember how to improv uh, I understand. without music. Uh-huh. <laughs> Man, this is your whole fucking life right now. You're so in it. Um, you said you're feeling good about improv. You shopped at Whole Foods for Mick and Kick, snacks and breakfast, baked amazing banana bread. December 12th, big night, watched Jones Moore race. Ah, oh, 
Doug Jones, Doug Jones, never forget. Oh, God. In final minutes, Mick and Kit came home, and then Mom called in tears about your brother being overwhelmed and the financial burden with another lawyer. Dad won't cooperate. Um, yeah, I got nothing to add. It's just very frustrating. I mean, bad news is bad news, you know? We all yeah. know. I think I've explained on here what a financial burden this was, as well as a emotional yeah. burden. Um, on the 13th of December, you said great brunch with Kick and Mick. So lovely to hang with them. Got amazing cologne gift from them. It was like 15 samples in a dob kit. And then you pick the one you like and you go get a full bottle of the one you like. I think that's so fun. Oh, that's a great gift. Love that. Yeah. Um, you met your old friend E at hardware. Really the fun. The one who left Came- me left me alone at a Jay Brandon concert last time. Yeah. 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 Well, you came back uh, to your place and had sex, then smoked and chilled. A rare thing was really, really nice. You also assembled your Christmas tree. My God, really getting in the spirit, getting porked and getting in the spirit. Well, it looks like I got over, I got over that whole ordeal. Um, great. Glad at least got some more sex out of it. Him standing you up for your friend date. <laughs> um, all right. December 14th, last day of the journal for this, our penultimate episode of my best friend's journal picked up prep there she is there's our old friend hey you managed at work and you worked on your christmas song for your friend gabs and that does it for the journal for this week my friend only two more weeks left in this journal and we'll save them for our final episode what a nice little transition uh ending on gabriella's christmas song do you have plans for your christmas song this year no nope <laughs> um <laughs> just pure panic in your eyes <laughs> there's back burners and there's the campfire outside <laughs> You gotta FaceTime it, FaceTime her on Christmas and sing it live. Have yourself. You know the rest. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, all right. Well, before we go, let's read a little listener mail, shall we? <gasps> we shall. I'm gonna miss these listeners, Mike. We're not dying. They can still message us if they're still listening. <laughs> so hopefully, you know, whenever they listen to it, they they um reach out I, I'll, I'll be checking the inbox don't worry okay first we have a new review here from e martin 328 says mike and cam are a delight oh, we are we are a delight <laughs> not anymore after i mean those thank comments. you <laughs> <laughs> they make me laugh and occasionally clutch my pearls just like being with best friends oh that's sweet oh, that's sweet i love that short sweet to the point that's my kind of review baby And we also have a message here from Jamie. She said, to my favorite guys, I just caught up on episodes and heard the news, had a little cry and started trying to figure out what to say. I've been listening since episode four. And in that time, you've made me laugh and made me feel a little less alone in the world. Thank you from the bottom of my tiny butthole for all the joy you've brought me. (laughs) I hope your next adventures bring you joy and happiness. And I hope you know how much I'll miss my weekly laugh with my favorite guys. Hopefully in a few years, you'll have filled up another journal and be back in our ears and our hearts. Love to you both. XXX. That is just the sweetest. Thank you, Jamie. Love to hear it. And thank you for being such a loyal listener. We love you. What do you say, Cam? Um, you want to quit whatever business you've started in a couple of years and, and try this all again? <laughs> <laughs> Don't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, that just about does it for this week. If people want more of my best friend's journal, they can find us online at mybestfriendsjournal.com. I'm not really sure why they go at this zero hour, but God bless if you want to visit. <laughs> you can always connect with us on Instagram at MBFJ Podcast or shoot us an email at mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com. And before it's too late, leave a rating and review. You only have a couple more episodes left before you forget completely. Oh, no, Cam, Cam, it's never too late. P- folks can rate and review at any point whether or not we're recording episodes. <laughs> Gotta tell you, it feels really fucking dumb to be asking for ratings and reviews at the zero hour. I will die on this hill. <laughs>
I want those ratings and reviews to get me through my golden years. <laughs> All right. Well, that is your choice. You choose your choice. That does it for this week, Mike. Until next time, always remember... Next week is our final episode of My Best Friend's Journal. Thank God. I mean, oh, Fuck no. You. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>